welcome to the God Focus Podcast. And today we are talking about a very special program called The Chosen. And to set us up, and we have a new uh, guest voice online today I'm super excited about. Um, so MJ, go ahead and set us up for this. Yeah, so the topic today is The Chosen. And um, it's been around for over four years now. Uh, just to give you a quick background, in 2017, I was going to a men's conference and uh, I was talking with one of my friends that I've known for many, many years. And he was telling me about a guy in Elgin, Illinois, who was going to do a new uh, TV series about Jesus. I thought, well, that's kind of kind of neat. We haven't seen a new one in a, in a long time that um, I got real excited about. And he says, yeah, and it's doing a crowdfunding program. So he got me the very first video that Dallas had done where it was a little 20 minute uh, version of uh, Christ born, uh, being born and the Lamb of God. And it just, it was just a neat little 20 minute uh, thing. Well, I ended up investing in it and becoming one of the investors and sure enough, when it came out, I was blown away with how well it was put together and how relatable it was as a show to, I would say to anybody, you know, you could just watch that show as um, a total heathen and you probably still would like the acting in it and the, and the visual effects and all the kind of things that they do in this show. So with that said, uh, I'm going to basically open up the floor here. Um, I've asked uh, my teenage son, Michael Paul, to come on. He is our editor-in-chief of our technology of, of the podcast. And um, just want him to give us his thoughts on, you know, what the chosen might have spoke to him, anything that he sees in it that he thinks is, is, is really cool and wow and what teenagers might see. So, Michael Paul, uh, what do you think of the chosen? What, how, how has it affected you in any way? So I've really liked the chosen because it gives a really good uh, view of what Jesus was like when he was here on Earth, and it's kind of modernized. The show is like a modern like picture of him, but it's not like really over the top or there's like a lot of drama and stuff. It definitely shows what he's done and i think one of my favorite episodes out of all of them was uh the season one episode three where he was working with the kids because you kind of saw how he like lived because he was living out in like the forest and he had like his own camp and he was just living off all the stuff that was here on earth that god gave him to survive with and these kids found him and instead of like kind of pushing them away, like I want to just live here, this is my land, he let him in and he kind of showed him like some stuff. And it was really cool to kind of see that he kind of honors everyone, not just like the adults, but the kids as well. Yeah, no, that was a powerful episode. And I'm glad you liked it as much as I did, because it was. It's it's funny. All his parables and all his little stories that Jesus gives is sometimes so easy to understand that, um, you know, people always say, you know, if I just went to um, 
Sunday school more often, I'd probably get a better understanding of what God and Jesus is all about just because it's broken down in the simplest, easy to understand forms. And so, yeah, that was a great episode. So was there anything else about the show that you liked? Uh, some of the other things that I did like was kind of like showing the different like stories because I've always like heard the stories, but to actually see them like played out was definitely really cool to see how they acted out the different like scenes yeah like the the miracles of catching the fish and um cleansing a leper or helping a uh paralytic stand up and walk for the very first time in many years yeah those types of things that that helped you put some visual idea to what you've heard throughout all these years in the bible is that kind of what you're saying yeah it definitely helps to see it and I remember watching one of the behind the scenes video where they showed how they did the fish. And that was apparently one of the, the challenging bits that the editing team had to try and figure out how to get fish. And I think they recorded it like many times and then they finally got something right when they were like almost done with filming. A miracle happened that day that allowed them to get the shot they wanted. Exactly. Yeah. If you watch on YouTube, uh, Dallas is really good about showing you things that have happened that weren't going so well. And then all of a sudden they call them Red Sea moments where all of a sudden something happens the right way and it becomes a, be a better version of what they were trying to show. Okay. Well, thanks for being on today, giving that teenage version of what the chosen has meant to you. And uh, I'm sure lots of other uh, kiddos across the world here because uh, it's become, I mean, it was the, uh, it was the largest crowdfunding project that's ever been done. Over $40 million was uh, brought in. If you ever get a chance, look at um, Wikipedia, look up the Chosen TV series, and you'll see a lot of good information. It even gives you the different episodes and what the episodes were trying to convey, you know, backgrounds on each episode. So you can read about them before you even watch them so that you understand what, what is going on. Cause if you watch the very first episode where it's about, it, it's about Mary Magdalene and they're just setting the scene of, of what uh, Andrew and, and Peter were kind of like as two fishermen brothers and they, it's all background work in, in number one. So you could get lost just watching the very first episode. But if you read about it in the Wikipedia, it makes more sense um, that, that when I've read what they wrote in there, it's like, oh, well, if I would have read this first, it probably would have made the episode sound a lot better or understandable. So anyways, uh, there's now um, a total of 16 episodes available eight in season one and eight in season two and uh so what i'm gonna do is you know give my two uh, ver my my two favorite episodes and what i why i liked them so much uh because like i said in the very beginning uh this whole project i just feel so well because i was an investor before it became anything you know i believed in it before it was even 
something and it's like it makes me feel so good that everybody else um or so many others i should say see it uh, as well as i see it uh so anyways in season one uh episode four this is where it ends the very ending of the episode is where Jesus is approaching um, Simon Peter as he's coming in a boat with his brother Andrew. They're coming in from a long night of fishing and they did not catch one fish. And as you watch the seasons, the first uh, in the first season, you watch the first four episodes, you figure out that Simon Peter's way behind on taxes, which you know we've all felt the crunch of being behind in our bills. Well, he's going about to lose everything. And all of a sudden he pulls up uh, to the shore and Jesus is standing there. And this is the guy that Andrew kept talking about because Andrew had met him when he was baptized. When Jesus was baptized by uh, John the Baptist, Andrew was there. And so Andrew knew who the Messiah was. And he was trying to tell Peter this. Well, Peter didn't have anything that he didn't want to do anything with this. But as soon as he was instructed to throw his net out one more time, and this is the episode where Michael was just talking about it, where they catch all these fish. And it just it's just a miracle how they got that uh, picture because they bought um, just a background. They had bought a bunch of fish to do this scene in. And the fish died. <laughs> All the fish died. So they had no fish to work with. So they ended up going to the uh, tech department and saying, how can we get this shot? And they said, if we put a big green balloon, like a big like uh, air mattress of, of that green background in there, we can then color code in a bunch of fish. And if you watch it, you'll go, wow, that is, if you didn't tell me that, I would have thought that they were real fish. But if they get this big green mattress into the boat, they can uh, then take that green screen and put in all the fish. So he catches a bunch of fish, but then the moment comes where now Peter believes. Peter believes in miracles, believes in the Messiah, and he comes and he kneels in front of Jesus and says, I'll follow you anywhere. And that that got me crying, guys. I just I just started bawling. He, you know, Peter says, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner, but I'll follow you anywhere. And uh, that episode got me. And then the next one I'll talk about and I'll be done. In season two, towards the end of season two, um, I think it's uh, episode five or six. Oh, gosh, I can't remember which one it is, five or six. It's where Mary Magdalene has ran away because she's scared of something. Uh, something got her scared and she ran away from the group. And she ran away from Jesus is really what it is. She ran away from Jesus. And Jesus takes um, Simon Peter and Matthew pairs them together which are two very big opposites you'll figure that out real quick they're very opposite people and they go and find her and bring her back to camp and so she's standing there you know knowing that she has run away from Jesus and she just doesn't feel like she can live up to what the Christian life is all about 
And this is the phrase that Jesus says back to her. He says, it's not much of a redemption if you can lose it in one day. And when you guys see this acted out on screen, you'll just start bawling because it's just one of those things where the way Liz plays it and Jonathan plays it, um, you can feel the emotion in both actors and actresses. And it, it just gets you going because it is so true. We are, we are sinners. We will never be able to live up to what the level of what Jesus lived you know, his life on this earth, he was the only one that was perfect, never sinned. But, you know, when he says to Mary Magdalene, he says, I forgive you, it's over. I forgive you, it's over. They just start crying and, and hugging each other. And you can just feel that love come through the screen. And that's what I invested in. I invested in those guys showing us that that's what it's all about. And you can read it in the Bible. And then if you see it on screen, act it out like Michael Paul was just saying, sometimes it just becomes more real to you. And that's all, all Ed Dallas was trying to do. He's not trying to tell you this is how it actually happened. He's not doing a documentary. He's just doing something that is it plausible that these 12 people came together and actually with Mary Magdalene, 13, and then they throw Mother Mary's in there too. If you want to see some powerful acting, how would you like to be trying to act uh, as Mother Mary? <laughs> the gal they got for that role is so beautiful. Um, I'd love to talk about her more, but anyhow, uh, I'll leave it at that, guys. I, I could go on for another hour, but I know that everybody wants to throw in a, a quick tidbit. So, Angie, I'll throw it back to you. Thanks for hearing my love of this particular show, The Chosen. Well, thank you, MJ and Michael, for sharing. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm practically crying over here. Just so emotional. How The, the show, The Chosen, is um, it's God anointed, honestly. It, 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 um, the stories behind how it came together, you know, MJ gave you a little bit of that. Uh, there's so much more. When you go online and look up chosen.tv, C-H-O-S-E-N dot TV, that'll, that's the gateway into like, start researching this and see what people have been saying and, and the testimonials. What, you know, can we all agree that we're in a video society now, right? I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. We, we are in a video society and our Bibles up to this point have all been, you know, written text. And, you know, this is, you know, we're in the <laughs> 21st century. So, um, you know, it's, it's good to uh, kind of update and keep in line with all the, you know, what, what are humans attracted to? And if we're all learning everything else by video, why can't we upgrade the Bible to that as well? And, um, and not that it's a, not that the chosen is a Bible, but it, like Michael said, it brings it alive. Our young people today, uh, they're watching videos. That's what attracts them. Um, the chosen is all over YouTube. They've got their own, their own, uh, uh, almost like a, a, a their own platform 
off, you know, and, you know, on YouTube, on other platforms, like there's so many ways to consume. There's an actual app. There's lots of ways to consume this material of the chosen. And I do believe it was an anointed project. When you watch some of the behind the scenes videos, like Michael said, it's fascinating. The miracles just to pull off the production on, on almost every episode. Um, it's just brilliant. And the fact that they have good actors, like they, they really, God just handpicked the, the right people at the right time. And, you know, and just listening to their stories when you, there's, there's uh, interviews with the actors themselves and like the, where, where they were at in their lives. And this project came along and it just transformed their lives by being a part of the project as an actor or an actress. And, um, it, it's, it's just fascinating when you really dive into what this project has meant to so many people in the world. And, um, yeah, it's just, a, to me, it's a modernized, um, you know, it's modernized we, we consume video. So I, one of my favorite lines in, you know, and they even made a t-shirt about it, <laughs> get used to different when Jesus said that, I don't know what episode it was. But Jesus looked at every, you know, at his disciples, and I think that's where he was at at the time. He, I, I don't remember who he said it to, but he, he just turned and he said, "Get used to different." And that little smile he had, and you know, just you know, it, it just humanizes Jesus. Like he was, he was flesh on this earth, just like everyone else walking around. He had the same, uh, you know, sensations and body and and parameters that we all have. He's just obviously he's Jesus. He's <laughs> he's God in flesh, you know, very dialed in and gave us a wonderful example. And this uh, this production, it just it, it just brings it to life in such a unique, different way. Um, I, I love um, the children episode that Michael referred to has got to be my favorite episode. Um, the Mary Magdalene episode, I think that's the first one just brings they literally raises the hair on my on my arms uh it just brings me chills just it's so powerful and you have to just you know sit down watch and experience it and it's just amazing it's it's an, it's an amazing production so many miracles behind the scenes with it and um i'm, I'm just excited you know thank you mj for bringing this into our lives and bringing our awareness to it and i know there's lots of churches around the world that use it now as part of their process and, you know, and bringing the word to people. It's so powerful. Um, Robin, um, I know you're very new to the series, so we'd love your input on what you have learned so far about The Chosen. I, uh, I appreciate what you guys have shared and what you said. It's actually MJ and Ann who introduced me to The Chosen, and um, I just, it's hard to put words to it. Um, and I think I was, uh, I think I wrote to MJ about, um, some of my favorite, my favorite episode. Um, and I've shared this before. If you go back, if you go back to, um, the podcast when, um, when Bill was talking about, uh, the number, uh, one, four, three, I love you. Yeah. I, uh, shared, I shared. I shared about one of my favorite verses ever in the Bible, which, you know, we all love them. Uh, we all love all of them, but it's Isaiah 43.1. And as it turned out in season one, episode one, 
that was the verse that uh, Mary Magdalene's father gave to her when she, he gave her a small parchment with it. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't realize that. So about that verse, um, and I really don't want to spoil it because like Andy said, it, it has that same kind of impact. It has the same reaction when I watch it. And I've probably watched season one, episode one. Um, I have called you by name probably 50 times now since last December. Um, I can't get enough of it. And what I wanted to share um, about that is that, you know, if we think about 2000 years later, how, you know, the message of Christ has exploded around the world. And, you know, it exploded without technology. And all of this is above me, beyond me, it's amazing. But uh, I also want to bring it back to this, that, you know, if we look at the character, well, she's not a character. She was our sister in Christ who lived <clears throat> a couple of millennia ago. If we look at Mary Magdalene and think of her as a real person and with this real struggle that she had, she had um, been, she was dragged through the mud. She suffered greatly and was just on the verge of giving up, completely giving up on her life, on God. Jesus steps in, actually the Holy Spirit steps in and you'll see what happens to her. But what he said to her proved to her how much he loved her, how much he saw her. Because what stopped her in her tracks was when he said to her, he called her by name. He said, Mary, Mary of Magdala. And she wasn't even called by her birth name. Didn't know why. She didn't understand. Who is this man? Why is he talking to me? And he said, thus says the Lord, he who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear. For I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. You are mine. That is Isaiah 43.1. And that was the, this was the first healing on, you know, in the series, I do believe, is when he touched her and he just, he just healed her instantly. And even now I can cry about it. But it's, it's personal. You know, um, he can do great and mighty, you know, wonders for the people of Israel and for the whole world. But he sees each one of us and he calls each one of us individually he sees us he knows us and to me it's very personal I think that the chosen the series just like solidified this I, this truth in my life that even if no one else sees me God always does he he always has he always will he's called me by name and I just you know I hear his voice talk to me you know, I imagine him holding me, and it's just so profound to me. And again, like in season um, two, I believe it's episode two. Guys, you'll have to help me out because I forgot. Um, I forgot which uh, disciple this was, but the episode was um, "I Saw You," and it was uh, how he chose um, another disciple, the one, a one who had lived his whole life for the Lord, and was an architect, very skilled. He lost his career, his reputation, everything. And he burned his, all of his um, 
um, architectural designs for great, you know, great temples and in honor of the Lord, and they turned to ash. But all that time, the Lord was, you know, with him. The Lord saw him. It's personal. This is personal. Jesus is personal. It's just like what Ange said. It just showed his humanity, you know, because one by one, he was touching these people. Oh, I just, I bless and praise his name. <laughs> thank you for letting me share. Oh, thank you, Robin. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. I love Good it. Good job, Rob. Yeah, that's well done. Yeah, that Mary Magdalene scene. I seriously, every time I watch that, my the hairs rise on my arms. All right. Our next uh our next voice is on the call, I believe, um, is Sam, and he has not seen the chosen. So based on this conversation, Sam, um, give us your insights. Well, uh, first, let me say thank you, Michael Paul, for your input. I really enjoyed hearing from you and watching uh, Angie on the screen as she was so, so proud and pleased and emotional about your input. And uh, knowing your family for many, many years, uh, just so proud of you and, and the young man you've become, the chosen. Frankly, I've not seen uh, any of the episodes, uh, but certainly today's uh, podcast causes me to want to uh, go in and, and search it and begin to uh, go through those episodes. I love the aspect that was mentioned about it being a modern view of Jesus and the way he operated, uh, you know, into in sort of like today's um, themes and so forth. Uh, I just could not, uh, you know, mention any specific scenes because I've not seen it, uh, but I'm excited to see it. And I appreciate uh, MJ, you and Angie bringing this, this program to my attention. So thank you very much. Wonderful. You enjoy it, brother. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks for being yeah. here, Sam. That's awesome. And uh, Bill is up next, and I believe the same for him. Um, Bill, you have never seen any of the scenes either, so we'd love your input based on this conversation here. Yeah, it was uh, uh, really uh, uh, moving, and um, I could hear the uh, enthusiasm, the sincerity of how it moved each of you that have seen it. And uh, being that, you know, I mean, I've read the Bible twice, um, the whole thing cover to cover. And uh, I'm very, uh, the first time I did it with a highlighter and uh, it was uh, very moving and powerful. And uh, you said it best, uh, we do live in a visual uh, video society. And just look at how, you know, movies have taken off on, um, uh, as far as what they gross now, it's absolutely astronomical. I mean, uh, just to mention, like the Tom Cruise movie cost $140 million to make. And in the first weekend, it did $165 million. It's already done $250 million. They made $100 million. And it is a great movie, great storytelling. And uh, I love great storytelling. I personally go to the movies all the time. So I bet you I will absolutely love The Chosen once I take the time to sit down and watch it 
um, because I am a very uh, visual, descriptive uh, person. I usually try to, when I talk to somebody, paint a picture uh, and say words that cause visual effects uh, to happen when I'm talking to them. <laughs> so uh, I've been known to be very descriptive, no filter. So I got to kind of watch what I say sometimes. Uh, but I'm just real with people. And uh, I was really moved today to hear how these episodes uh, from a teenager perspective, also to an adult and a believer's perspective, uh, influenced you guys. So I really cannot wait. Um, man, I just need some time. I've been so busy. And like I said, I mean, I got to, you know, uh, I've been, I chose to finish my book and it's more of a pamphlet, but uh, it's, it's the beginning of a book. And um, what you, uh, after the podcast is over, I want to get some feedback from you, Ange and Mike, about what you thought. And just, uh, I know you guys have read it. Probably didn't take you long, like five minutes. <laughs> but I'd like to get some feedback from you because, uh, um, you know, that's just important to me because I shared it with you guys, my best friends. And I uh, love you guys. And I thank you for your input. And uh, I really can't wait to watch The Chosen. I'm very excited. So love awesome. you. Thank you, Bill. That's fantastic. Uh, yes. I And you use the word busy. I, <laughs> you're, you're blessed. Not busy. You're blessed. So uh, yeah, congrats on putting book to paper and getting that moved forward. And uh, just like with The Chosen, right. they just took a you know, a chance on an idea and put action to it. And uh, beautiful things can happen when you bring people together and put great ideas together. And um, yeah, so Yolanda, you're up next. I'm not sure. Have you seen any of the episodes? And um, what would you love to add to this conversation regarding The Chosen? Well, um, I have seen the episodes. Um, I, 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 you know, I cannot remember when, um, I know it was like when they first started, someone had told me that this project was coming. And so when it came out, they, you know, I had known like when it was coming. And so I, I started watching it and then um, I, I shared it with some other people. And so then we all started watching it together. Um, and I, I mean, I love watching it over and over <laughs> and over again. Um, and and um, like MJ had shared how uh, he was moved to tears. Um, there are some episodes that really do that. I mean, you, you, it's like you're there. I don't even know how to explain that. It's almost like you are actually there. Um, you get the sense of what, what is going on in that scene you are like part of that scene I don't even know how to explain that but um that's what it feels like like I really really uh liked how um just as MJ shared uh, the Mary Magdalene scene um I like how in the beginning they they show her her character and and the things that she experienced and then um, how he, she came to to follow Christ, and then she didn't feel that she was good enough, and left. And then her return, um, very powerful. 
very, very powerful, um, made me cry um, because he was so, um, it was so genuine. Like a lot of times when you're reading the word, um, you may not get the genuineness of Christ, but that just shows his genuineness um, and how much he loved. It, oh my, <laughs> um, it was so, so good. I love The Chosen and I, and I really want everyone, I think everyone, no matter where they are, <laughs> should watch it um, because it is very powerful. Um, I, I also love how uh, Jesus is portrayed with the children and I love watching him smile and laugh. Um, you know, God has a sense of humor. And so it was neat to see some of those situations that happened where um, his humor is showed. But yeah, I, I love The Chosen and um, I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Yolanda, for sharing. What a wonderful way to end. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what was your quote? They, they should put this on their website. Um, I think everyone should watch it. It's very powerful that I sh we should put uh, we should you should put that in as a <laughs> on there. If you go to the chosen TV, they have lots of people's testimonies and reactions to the project right on the front page. I'll read it here and we'll end it here. Um, thank you all for sharing um, your insights regarding this wonderful project. Chosen.tv. Um, come and see what they saw. Welcome to the first ever multi-season series about the life of Christ. The free show tens of millions of people won't stop talking about. So if you, even if you've seen it before, watch it again. We, we watch episodes over and over. And if you've never seen it, I hope this conversation encouraged you to take a look again, chosen.tv. Uh, keep being awesome. You guys um, stay God focused in everything that you do. Um, thank you all for um, your voices today on this podcast. You guys are all beautiful, brilliant, and all God's children said. Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.